0: Hello Damien. It's it? the FQ Magda <laughs> Podcast back again. How have you been? I'm very well, and you? Yeah, really good. In fact, I'm gearing up for half-term. I bet you are as well, aren't you?
1: Um, already geared up, so he's already finished and he's off for a weekend with his mum to some friends. So I've got a weekend free. So um yeah so i'm I'm getting up for at my end <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you've got you've got the thing that all dads kind of like, which is that nice balance there it's not all altogether nice, is it if you've yeah. got time away, but you've got that little bit of time where you know you can do your own thing you can be Damien and then you can be dad sort of next week kind of oh, yeah. and you know and and I must admit i'm I'm sort of gearing up for um you know we've spoken and I know you've got two other children who are now grown up so it's not quite the same thing but are you still gonna kind of see hopefully them next week too yeah. oh
1: i saw them last night we all went to the pictures gave all my daughter and
0: myself and then
1: this weekend is about my daughters so my son will spend some time with his mum, and i'll spend some time with my daughter so i we all spend time together or individually so i i, I kind of split myself up Between them, they all have different needs. Sometimes we all come together, and sometimes individually, I spend time with each one. Pretty much what we spoke about last time. When you when you give some individual attention to each one, it's quite special. But I like getting everyone else together as well, so that also works. And talking about that, it's always nice to have some time to yourself to do what you want to do. Whether or not that's being creative or sporty or just quiet time, um, I think it's equally as pu- uh, uh, as important as a as a parent that we we we, we give ourselves some sort of time to I don't know relax, uh, be
0: ourselves, um, that type of thing. I'm really glad you touched upon that. Um, it's very easy, isn't it, in life generally? You know, we we go through life with labels. You know, we're the son, we're a brother, maybe sometimes. <laughs> Or an uncle, and then one day you you, you become a parent if you're lucky enough. And I do believe we are lucky to be parents. You know, it is a blessing. It might sound a bit trite, but it really is. But equally, at the same time, without without trying to sound ungrateful, I remember going to nursery with mine, and they all went to the same nursery over a period of ten years. And I never once got called Tim. Never once did they say hi, Tim. (laughs) It was always hi, Daddy. Yeah. Hi. Hi. One of my child's names, Daddy. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> and it was nice for the first couple of years, but after a while, you think, "Hey, come on, let's talk." And I think there is this kind of need when when you're a parent, um, you can get so immersed in parenting um, that it, it's like become, it's like joining a club, isn't it? When you become a parent, you get to, to know all the other new parents, which is very supportive and lovely. But after a while, you do want just to be still, Damien or Tim, don't you? You know? What I mean? Yeah.
1: I mean, I was, I was thinking the other day i mean uh, yesterday as as you plow through life and and obviously i've been thinking a lot about fq magazine because we're as we career into our 20th year and the differences of being a dad 20 years ago 10 recently it's so very different and i think about um the things and the changes that we've made as a magazine or an influencer from that point of view and the changes that have been made automatically on parents. On parents, if we talk about dads in particular, but parents in general, mum and dads are actually the same being, if you like. Um, is number one, there's a huge amount of pressure on us. And and your your first your first child is like, well, we don't really know. It's it's all about hopefully what comes naturally. It doesn't always come naturally to some people. Like some dads are really not involved with their children. And I see the impact on those children, especially when I'm doing football training with my son or playing football matches. And those dads that don't turn up to the football matches and they can see five, 10, 15 dads arrive. And obviously other dads don't arrive. It's really hard on the child. But then I got to think about those dads who don't turn up, for example. And some of them might be working really hard on a Saturday, may have done a shift job, might have emotional problems and really want to be there. And are prevented from being there maybe because they've split up and then you've just got some dads who just don't make the effort you've got some dads who really don't know how to be dads because their dads didn't really show them and then i was just thought about what about just us as dads who really just want to be ourselves sometimes on our own and as you just said just be damien just some time to myself go play golf or drive my car or take a walk or whatever Anybody wants to do with themselves that doesn't involve being a dad because we have a job, we're a parent, we don't often get to just be ourselves sometimes. And some people go, Yeah, but that's the whole point. You're a dad now, you've got to take on that responsibility. Well, you know, um we do, but we can also shed that when we get our, our downtime. So, and I think it's important. It is, it is. And
0: I know that there is this, as I said, this feeling of gratefulness this this gratitude that you know we are able to have children and they are you know I'm not being religious when I say this but I've heard older people in my life say remember children are lent to you you know yeah they're lent to you so you enjoy them but they're lent to you you know and it's like yeah you know these are the most precious things in my life Mm -hmm. but you know as I say it doesn't mean to say you're not grateful when you do need that time to go and play sport, golf, or whatever it is, your mates, or to have a drive on your own and listen to your favourite album at volume fifty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, well, yeah, but the other thing—the yeah. other thing I thought about is—is is that you, you know,
1: if you ever sit down and you talk to kids and you talk to um, men, like we—we're uh, not a lot of people know that after after these podcasts or way before these podcasts, we've always had lots of different discussions about our dads, about us being dads. And so many dads who are out there who don't know how to give affection, for example, they don't know how to turn around to their kid and just say three little words. I love you, for example, or just put their arm around them and give them some affection. Yeah. Play with their head or stroke them on the arm or just give them a hug. It's really difficult because they'll go, actually, you know what? My dad never gave that to me, so I just don't know how to do it, which seems really weird. Because when you go, what, you don't know how to extend your arm out and wrap it around your your blood your 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 baby your son your daughter you don't know how as the hardest man in the world you know you don't know how to say I love you you don't know how to cry or show affection or emotion you know it's like that's less it isn't isn't that a sign of actually strength to be able to do that but we opposite we make it the opposite don't we so I find that quite strange
0: uh, absolutely I, I find it strange as well and I, I've kind of had to sort of in my life put it down to just the fact some people are wired in a very different way and it's kind of you know some people almost don't show emotion for whatever reason because it, it somehow exposes they think their fragility but to me you know rewinding all the way back to when I first became a father um it was it was like wow how awesome is this I am meeting my child for the first time Mm. you know wow this 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 is literally is mind-blowing and then you know the way i looked at it, it's a sort of second stage which was the cuddles you know and the unconditional love yeah that, that that children have and more importantly freely give to you you know yes
1: yeah 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 absolutely i mean i just as i go we, we we mature as fathers and you mature as fathers when you have more than one child as well because ultimately if you have one child you put all your effort into them but believe it or not when you have a second child and a third child you go father. It's quite strange. I think I'm a far better father I am with my third child than I was with my first child. Although I think at some stages I probably put more effort into my first child. Not that she really recognizes it, but I remind her that you know I took her swimming from a baby and we you know <laughs> we used to go off and do XYZ z i used to brush her hair I used to take her to nursery I used to push her in the push chair I was like so involved and that goes back a long time although because she's a girl as opposed to a boy my son, we do football every Saturday, for example, like making him sailing where girls sometimes don't have as many outdoor activities as boys. It's slightly different, but you, you spend time with them differently, you know? So, yeah, I agree with you.
0: You really, really, uh, really, really relate to what you said there, because I put huge amounts of effort into my first child, who's also a girl, and I remember changing her nappies regularly. I remember yeah. um, her auntie, I uh, might have said this before in a podcast, but her auntie lives in Australia and she came over, especially for the birth. And it wow. was very much a case of she said, I am really impressed by you. And I was yeah. like, Really? She went, Yeah, you're really hands on. And I'm like, Oh, thanks. Cause- these, these compliments weren't given freely, you know. Yeah. And um, I was barking my first child. I was oh. the same.
1: I was the same. I really didn't see changing a nappy as a chore. I didn't feel getting up in the middle of the night doing a bottle feed as a chore. I mean, yes, if you had something to do, and I was under pressure to be at meeting at 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock. And, you know, I, I just I didn't mind unless it was a necessity that I needed that sleep for concentration or to do something. Uh, bathing. Expect, I mean again, anyone listening to this who's going to be a dad or is a dad of a young child, that period from naught to two years old goes at a blink of an eye. <laughs> it
0: so does. And I remember thinking, guilt. I felt guilt on my second child because I didn't put as much effort into it. You know, my mm. my work had got busier. Um, I'd managed to get a day a week off with my first child to take the swimming and what have you, but by the time the second child came along, you know, it's like the finances, you're a bit more under pressure. Right. So therefore, yeah, you've yeah. Got a more strain on the relationship because you've obviously got a toddler and a screaming newborn. However beautiful that is, the reality isn't always as fluffy as the romantic Disney cartoons paint the picture. Yes. and <laughs> <laughs> um, add, add lack of sleep into the mix. I'm not adding a good picture, but this is a reality, isn't it, right? It's a reality of it. Um, and I, 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 did, I did pull back. I didn't do as much, uh, yeah. which I now feel guilty about. Actually, um, well, that's why I
1: say that we mature yeah. as as parents. And part of that maturity is we're more comfortable in our skin. We're more established in our role. We're more established financially. Hopefully, we've made all the mistakes. We know that you know. It's like delicately playing with a toy. If you know it, it's not going to break, you can deal with it a little bit more robust. Um, you know, it's there's so many things to mature in as a parent that that. That helps along the way it you know I, i'm sure as your child gets older, they're always going to remind you of some of those mistakes and you go and i remind my children i say listen i'm not perfect you know perfect perfect doesn't necessarily exist but i can always tell you i i give 100 percent. there's times where i might have to give 100 to me but i always give 100 i'm always here you always know i'm either at the end of the phone i'll always get you wherever you are. i'm always working hard to give you whatever you need You know, they're the things that I think are really important. But I might say the wrong thing sometimes. I might react in the wrong way sometimes. We're human. And that was the other thing I was thinking of, again, for dads is is that, you know, or parents, I should always say, I should say parents because it's applicable to mothers, is that we put ourselves under so much pressure to be these perfect parents, homework, schooling, education in terms of you know um uh, you know being um strict maybe manners all kinds of different things we're under so much pressure to to do things to be there for every parent's school meeting to be there for every activity to we have to give ourselves a break we can't do it all Uh, i see some parents especially any single parents listening to this podcast even harder to be able to do everything to be mum to be dad to be dad to be mum You know, and to be there and everywhere to and and to say, you know, of course, you're thinking about giving yourself some time yet. No time. I know some mothers who are literally ferrying around three kids, if not four, you know, from one place to another whilst trying to get to work, whilst trying to concentrate on their job, whilst being under pressure to maintain their job, whilst doing shopping, whilst doing the washing, whilst, you know, it's an endless endless thankless tasks sometimes especially when the kids turn around and say mom or dad I hate you you're a you're a this you're a that they you know, <laughs> don't know what i do for you
0: this is why it's so good to chat because I mean you know our podcast is just a microcosm of an example of you know to other dads why it really is good to. So, you know I'm learning from what you're saying because you've been a dad for a lot longer than I have um and I'm thinking how weird is this so I, I've been kind of working my dog in the last couple of days haven't really seen much of my kids i get back and i'm chatting away last night my little girl my 8 year old opens the door go hi how are you i hate you <laughs> oh, for that. She like, and she was like no I do I went, Why? She went, oh, she's, you haven't been really sort of around or taking any notice of me and then she went I'm only joking but yeah. oh, for those first few little minutes I was yeah. really hurt you know? yeah yeah
1: of course and part of it is what she wants to say just I just don't what her interpretation might mean I just don't like you not being around even if we're not talking I want you to be here or I just want you to say hi pop into my bedroom and say good morning or make me a breakfast or ferry me to school but sometimes it's just not possible but that was her little warning sign over your brow That's you know it. what whatever you got to do I oh, come first
0: and, and so to make up for it made me laugh because then she wanted me to be her pupil and she was the school teacher because she's yeah. learning joined up writing right now yeah. so even though I felt you know how you just don't want to kind of do anything because you're knackered yeah. but basically I just said oh come on then all right so I, I had to answer these questions and get her to write these things then I had to write stuff for her, you know, what's your favourite this, what's your favourite that, then she wrote it all down so I felt that was nice, I feel feel like I ticked a little box of giving her some attention and then interestingly the other day, we were all having dinner and bizarrely, out of her little mouth, it's a little year old, she went you don't love me as much as you do the others.
1: <laughs> oh, we all get that.
0: <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, which one is your favourite child? Which yeah. one do you love the most out your <laughs> And I said, I love you all. Honestly, yeah. there's yeah. absolutely <laughs> equal portions.
1: My yeah. twenty, my 27-year-old still does that to the others. She goes, look, I'm, I'm <laughs> dad's favourite. And then they all compete on why they are the favourite. And they go, Dad, come on, which one is it? Which one? But I say, look, I, I love you all equally. No, that can't be possible. We're all so different, but they don't <laughs> understand. It's so it's so funny. But I was thinking that, you know, what's the most important thing, if ever you were asked this question? And as you know, I've done a lot of TV and radio and questions that are being asked. But as I say, I've been thinking more and more over the last 20 years of doing FQ magazine about dads And and um, what is the most important thing a dad um, can do for their children if i was ever asked that question um and i should ask you if there was one thing
0: i think and it sounds really a little bit sickly sweet but i think creating memories together yeah because i want maybe maybe this is kind of a weird ego thing without me realizing it but i want them at the end of my life to have said that was a good dad you know mm-hmm. yeah and for them to remember me yeah you know in a yes. good way, not in a sort of well, I, I way. Well, I would say
1: the same thing, but I was going to just say time.
0: Yeah.
1: As long as you give your children time. They, they You think that they might need Nintendos and bikes and expensive items and clothing. No. All they want is your time, you know? And it doesn't matter if it's 10 or 15 minutes. It doesn't matter if, matter if it's an hour, hour sometimes, sometimes, but they want your attention and your time. And that time is what you said is the memory yeah they'll have a memory from it so whether or not it's a football match or it's a holiday or it's taking them to the museum or going to the pictures or a concert they want to go to whatever it is it's
0: time you know uh, and I guess you could apply that to all of our relationships in life couldn't you? because how often have you felt you've looked back and you thought yourself oh you know my dad my mom or whoever didn't give me time on that week that day and it's so easy isn't it to remember the bad times but actually do you know what those little tiny times i didn't go abroad much as a kid mm. um because my dad and my mum they didn't really have that much money actually and I, mm. I did i managed to go abroad twice and those two occasions i went to spain like in 1977 mm. and in 1981 stand out like jewels
1: yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah yeah well you know what it took you know how hard it was for them to gather the the money in which to take everyone abroad and 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 you probably understood a little bit that it wasn't that easy to it was a big deal so again they were doing it for you so and that's a fond memory of time individually taken out of your normal environment where you had focused attention on you in a different environment
0: but you know the most so so other memories that don't involve money can be as precious as well can't they and um my dad's getting on, he's, he's 78, he's going to be 79 this year, which yeah. I find incredible to think about, actually. I'm very lucky to have him here, considering all his heart conditions, um, heart issues he's had. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he made the effort, and I didn't ask him to, but he drove nearly, well, he was over 100 miles to come and see me just before Christmas on his own. Wow. And then he decided he wanted want to go back that same day. And I went, come on, you've got to stay. And he went, no, no, I, he said, I'm much better to drive, I like the adventure of driving. Mm-hmm. And just those two hours we spent, if that, together. Uh, yeah. I was, I mean, everyone else was away. It was just me in the house. Just those two hours I had with my dad. Yeah. I could tell it was as good for him, if yes. not better for him, that was for me. It was wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Two hours. Not even really saying a lot, but just being yeah. together.
1: Just being together. You sometimes just feeling someone's presence and knowing that they've made the effort and and they think of you and they want to be with you and they want to be in your presence. As I say, that that's that's enough. We create these atoms in this atmosphere without sometimes saying any words you just know you know but my son settles up to me or my daughter settle up to me and there is no space between us and the arm goes around or they lay on my lap or whatever the case may be no words need to be said that's exactly I know exactly what they're feeling
0: and this goes all the way through our lives because here I am speaking as a 50 year old man talking about my time with my dad um, just before Christmas and it goes to show that however old we are they're still our parents and, oh big time you, you know and, and that's why it's easy when you are a father or a mother it's easy to try and put yourself in position of your own child and go do you know what I know they're enjoying my attention right now and so I'm going to do my best my best given the time I can you know well, I suppose so that this is absolutely... what
1: these podcasts are about is that we don't always get the time to stop and think we just do, we just are. And then we eventually go, oh, what am I feeling? What am I doing? You know, like that feeling that you had for your dad at that moment is only when it happened, you thought this is vital, this is important. This makes me feel good in that moment. And then afterwards, that's the memory of it is something that you're gonna carry. But before that, it's like kind of almost take it for granted. It wasn't important, you know? And it doesn't matter what age you are We think as we get older, we become hardened and we're not, you know, so emotional, but we are, we, you know, it doesn't matter if you're 50 or 60, you would have felt the same way. You know, I cried like a baby when my dad died. I'm a grown man, make my own money, got my own children, over my head, all those things. But, you know, my daddy wasn't necessarily doing anything for me. It was, you know, when you think of it like that, your dad, that connection or your mum, or your brother, your sister, whatever, your auntie, your uncle, whatever connection you have with someone maternal or paternal father, whatever the case may be, it is, it, a connection is the connection, and, and the memory, as you just said, is the most important thing.
0: It is, it is, and, and it's the sad, sad thing about time, isn't it, that, you know, we forget sometimes we're all getting older, and, um, you know, you, you forget, obviously, the older you get, you get into the 50s, your parents get older, and let's say, very, very sadly, your dad died, and I had a friend living um, in North London, Wilson, his dad's just died recently, last week, and yet, you know, we're all in our 50s. And in a way, it's kind of, what, that's nature. And it's just so harsh to take because you want them to be there forever, you know? Uh, yeah,
1: but this is this again goes back to what we're talking about, where no matter what age you are as a father, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, whatever, that you take a moment, think about the moment. And if you need to make a phone call to your dad or to your mom or to your whoever, tell your son how you feel or your daughter, you should just do it, like, maybe after this phone call you might phone your dad for example you know you just do you might think about it and not do it but you might as well just do it you know why don't we do it what is what gets what's got in the way of us doing that why do we feel that well you know what they maybe don't want to hear from us or they might be busy or you know what i called them the last time i'm waiting for them to call me back you get all of that stuff dispense of it really important
0: you know the beautiful gem from this podcast is that we've said time and unfortunately i've got to be honest time is now upon me because guess what the school School run is imminent and the school run this is the last one for a week because as we said looping back to what we said at the beginning it is the half term now (laughs) so i'm gonna now be thinking from tonight what am i going to do with the kids for the next week um maybe an after-school club for the youngest one hoping that the other two do more than just sit in playing xbox you know yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. uh, um, but i will make time now we've talked about this i will make time as well as work for them next week and uh whilst
1: making time for yourself you can while making time much. for
0: myself however much even if it's just five minutes in the garden we get a bit of sun yeah absolutely exactly.
1: <laughs> listen you take off drive carefully we'll see Brilliant. you next week
0: and don't forget anyone listening You can listen to these podcasts on FQ Magdads. Just Google that. You can listen to FQ Magdads on Apple Podcasts, and you can also listen on Spotify and Anchor. So until the next time, Damien, take care.
1: Take care. Enjoy half-time. All the best. You
0: too. Bye-bye.